Welcome to Radio Plays, a podcast devoted to presenting exciting new plays from around the world. Each episode, we'll bring brand new work off the page and straight to you, sharing the latest from both up-and-coming and veteran playwrights. This week, we'll be presenting The Wonder of You, the last play in the Reflection Anthology by Bera Swain. When a young woman and a stranger meet at the corner of Magnolia and Vine, is it just a chance encounter, or could it be something more? I said it's a free country, mister. You're welcome to sit down. Oh, uh, thanks. Me? You look tired. Or lost. Are you lost too, mister? Um, I don't want to, you know, invade your, uh, space. (laughs) This is DeKalb County. Not going to happen. I don't take up much space. Do you smell that? Is that the most beautiful fragrance in the world? The magnolia trees? (laughs) You're not from around here, are you? There are no magnolia trees at Magnolia and Pine. Henry says, Suburbia is where the developer bulldozes out the trees and then names the streets after them. (laughs) But if you head northeast towards Doraville... The sugar maple and white pine line the sidewalks like old friends. <laughs> oh, my mother loved pine trees. <laughs> Loblollies, free samples, level or blinds, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, and any movie with Colin Firth. <laughs> Do you know how many times we watched Love Actually? Twelve times. Well, strictly speaking, a baker's dozen. Thirteen. If you count the last time. It was dubbed in Spanish. In Spanish! I'm not kidding. On some, you know, random cable station. It was so unsettling. A real disconnect. Verging on creepy, you know? Like those freeze-dried bottled ticks at the U.S. National Tick Collection in Statesboro. A million specimens of blood-sucking bugs. Henry finds them fascinating, but... I don't see the attraction, do you? (laughs) Que repugnante! (laughs) Hey, mister, do you hablar espanol? Un poco. Me too. Un poco. (laughs) Anyway, I don't think my mother noticed. Spanish, Burmese, Mandarin. It could have been broadcast in Swedish and I don't think she would have noticed. And Henry, my stepdad, Henry... He was nowhere to be found for the entire 136 minutes. Another disconnect. A baker's dozen. Realmente amor. That was the last time my mother and I watched Colin Firth declare his undying love for his housekeeper. Hands down, my favorite scene. And everyone lived happily ever after. Well... Everyone except Mom, me, and Henry. And that, senior, was... That was a year ago today. Are you going to, uh, cry, miss? 
tears may soothe the wounds they cannot heal. What cannot be said will be wept. Sappho. No, I am not going to cry. I choose never to cry again. I choose to bask in the most glorious aroma in the world. Ugh, do you smell that? I'm sorry? Hash browns! Hash browns, mister! Smothered in grilled onions and chunks of hickory smoked ham. You haven't lived until you've tried hash browns from the Waffle House. I worked my last shift this morning. Off Peachtree Boulevard? Nope, Decatur. Side of the first Waffle House, 1955. Hey, I thought you weren't from around here. Well, I, uh, knocked around these parts when I was a kid. Met a gal at Keswick Park. It was, we were young, love at first sight. So you're from Chambly, too. Uh, no, no, I was raised in Dunwoody. Moved there when, it's hearsay, but the day I cut my first tooth. Just a baby? Yep. My dad had some trouble with, uh, the law. Wheel and tire theft, that kind of thing. He liked cheap boxed wine, peach cobbler, and cheap women, my mother said. That's all I really know about him. So when he stole some law equipment from our neighbor, hedge clippers and a power mower, also hearsay, we left. Moved in with my grandmother in Dunwoody. Nice place. Great library, good schools. I liked school. Graduated from the same high school as that television host, Ryan Seacrest. Who would have thought that the guy who was voted best dressed at Dunwoody High would become a national phenomenon? Pretty weird, right? <laughs> there are weirder things than that, mister. The Saturday before last, Henry took me to the Louder Milk Boarding House and Everything Elvis Museum. It's like a, a shrine for the king. Voted the best Elvis experience this side of Memphis. Poor Henry. He sang Love Me Tender and... La 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 You give me hope to carry on. The wonder of you. Yeah, over and over through five rooms of Elvis memorabilia. Whiskey decanters, an Elvis postage stamp bedspread, and get this the maybe Elvis toenail. <laughs> Talk about weird, right? So your uh, stepfather is an Elvis fan? Not really. Mom and Henry went to Memphis for their honeymoon. They dragged me along, but I don't remember it. I remember missing a week of kindergarten, though. And I loved school, too. Actually, I was accepted at Georgia State in the fall. But I'm not sure if I'm going. Henry bought me a second-hand car for graduation. It's an easy commute from Decatur. And that's where we moved after middle school, and Mom... Well, it was closer to the Winship Cancer Institute. Hey, mister. You ever heard of magical thinking? Sure have. I'm inclined to practice it myself. Well, I know that it's magical thinking, but... See... The year we moved to Decatur... How old were you? Fourteen. And it was... Don't make fun of me, okay? But it was the last time I could go to the daddy-daughter dance. And that's the annual semi-formal dance for girls in the eighth grade or younger. And their fathers. 
daddy, daughter, daughter, daddy, right? <laughs> Even though grandfathers, uncles, they were also welcome. And Henry loved that night. He always wore his blue suit. He only has one suit. And he'd wash the car that morning even though it was February and cold, really cold. Henry had come back inside and his fingers would be a few shades lighter than his dress shirt. My mom warmed them in her armpits. It was part of our tradition. Then Henry would go on and on about the menu. It was always Italian food. Well, Henry called it Italian. I wonder what kind of Italian food they're serving this year. <laughs> and now comes the bad part. How bad could it be? Oh, it's bad. It's very bad. Because instead of joining in for the line dancing, Henry loves the electric slide. And instead of eating lasagna and picking the green peppers out of his salad, he hates peppers. I spent the entire night standing at the entrance of the Chambly Civic Center in the suede leather pumps Henry bought me for the occasion, looking. I, I know it's magical thinking, mister, but I was looking for my father. I thought, maybe, just maybe he'd show up. The funny thing is, I don't even know what he looks like, or pff, I don't know anything about him except for what my mother told me, and... That wasn't much. But I figured I'd recognize him anyway, you know? He's my dad. And moving to Decatur. It was his last chance to find me. A chance in a lifetime. Magical thinking. And I think... I know I hurt Henry's feelings, too. Standing all night in that doorway in my new slingbacks that I didn't deserve. Ditching him like that. But Henry never said a word. And the next day, he gave me two SpongeBob Band-Aids for my toes. <laughs> my mother asked, how did you get those blisters? And before I could answer, Henry said, oh, we danced the night away. You're lucky. He's a good father. Stepfather. <clears throat> What's wrong, mister? Are you feeling okay? We can move into some shade if you like. The afternoon sun can get pretty brutal in these parts. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. That's what Henry always says. You gotta take it easy during the hottest part of the day. Here, drink. I I'm fine. Uh, thank you. It could be heat exhaustion, mister. It happens to the best of us. There's no shame in that. I, uh... Thank you. I got a lot to be ashamed of, miss. That's that's what brought me back to Shambly. It's been a long time. <laughs> Waiting in line at Walmart's one-hour photo center is a long time, mister. <laughs> Define long. Well, let's see. Graduated from Dunwoody. You haven't been back here since high school? Uh, no, not exactly. I knocked around that summer after graduation. Did odd jobs for my grandmother. She spoiled me, oh yeah. Spent the rest of the time shooting hoops at Kenwick Park and romancing my gal. It was harder when I started USC that fall. Tried to make it down every weekend to visit. Slacked off on my studies. Pretty disappointed in myself. Dropped out in the middle of my second semester anyway. When I got my gal in trouble. If you know what I mean. Big trouble with a capital T. Didn't tell a soul except my grandmother. She took it to her grave too. 
leukemia. She went fast. I'm grateful for that. My mother, she was dating a guy from Atlanta, and neither of them were too interested in me, so nobody asked any questions when I quit college and took a job at the Frito-Lay plant. Until it closed. Saved some money. I wanted to do the right thing, be responsible. Yep. I was young. Around the same age as you. What are you, 19? 18. And a third. About that age. On my last day of work, I, uh, had a fender bender on account of Bud. Bud Light, that is. Passed out on the floor. Hardly room in the bed for me anyway. My pint-sized gal was wider than a tree trunk. <laughs> Eight months pregnant and all. The next morning, I packed a bag, about the same size as the one you're carrying now, headed to the airport, and boarded the next plane out of here. I still regret it. Deeply. Very deeply. Remorse is the poison of life. Henry say that too? Emily Bronte. So, why are you here, mister? What are you doing in Shambly? Well, my wife and I... My wife, that is. She's expecting our first in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's good news, right? And I want to be a good parent. A good father. But it keeps gnawing at me. Can't shake off this feeling that I'm not going to do right by her. I mean, how will my daughter ever trust me when I failed my firstborn? How will she ever feel safe? Aw, you're having a girl? Yep. And I thought if I could only find my... My love child, maybe I can earn that trust from the both of them. Magical thinking, right? But meeting you here like this, it gives me more confidence that my my youngin is safe and loved and being taken care of. The way Henry takes care of you. He's not my father. I heard you the first time, miss, but I can tell you this. If I could be half the father to my little girl that Henry is to you, I'd be a proud and happy man. You don't know anything. Anything at all, mister. And and I don't want to talk anymore, okay? I think you should leave. That's something I'm good at. I didn't mean to intrude, miss. Name five things you know about your father. What? I said name five things you know about your father. You've got to be kidding me. You're stalling. I think you're stalling. No, I'm not. You don't know one thing about him, miss. You don't know if he's a, a thief, or if he likes green peppers, or... Pie. My father liked frozen blueberry pie. That's one thing. You know hundreds of things about Henry. What did he do that you can't forgive him for? I'm not listening to you. You don't know what you're talking about. We're not talking about me. I asked you to name five things that you know about your father. He wore a lucky red bandana, okay? Okay? Never took it off. Stop looking at me like that. That's two things. He loved my mother. I'm sure he did. He loved my mother. I don't doubt it. That's three things. So, so why did he leave me? I can't answer that, miss. I wish I could. If he loved us so much, why did he leave me? I kept calling for him. Henry, Henry, and the movie, it, it kept playing, and Henry, I need you. 
and she was hardly breathing by then. The credits are playing and her hands, her hands were colder than a February frost and where was he for 136 minutes, huh? You tell me that. When I needed him most, when my mother drew her last breath, where was Henry then? Go away. Go away! I didn't mean you any harm. I never want to cause you any harm, miss. Stay. <clears throat> Mister, please. Stay. My father wasn't there for my entire lifetime, but I forgive him. Why can't I forgive Henry? I don't know, but I can sit with you for a while, if you'd like. Maybe we can figure it out together. No, it's okay. I think, I think I'm going to be all right. Besides, don't you have a plane to catch? Yep. That I do. And you're sure you're okay? Yeah. Hey, mister? Did you pick out a name for your baby? Well, my wife is still on the fence, but I think I can win her over because I'm so charming. Oh, yeah. But... I always wanted to name a daughter Sarah Lee. Why? Well, everybody doesn't like something, but nobody, nobody doesn't, doesn't like, like Sarah, Sarah Lee. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> it's a a good name. It's a memorable name. I hope she wears it in good health, Senor. Thank you, Chica. And thank you for the water. You might want to find some shade, too. Hello? Henry? Henry, it's me. It's... it's Sarah Lee. Come lost, Henry. Can you come find me? I'm waiting for you. At the corner of Magnolia and Pine. Thanks again for listening to Radio Plays. If you liked what you heard and are interested in helping us share more amazing new works, check out our Patreon page where you can donate and even become a season sponsor. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Radio Plays. The Wonder of You was written by Barra Swain and directed by Clay Brackney Wandelier. The cast featured Kara Limer as girl and David Soiga as man. Sound design and editing by Rebecca Varghese. 